0: Love the Lord. This is the time of the semester when things are heating up. Either I'm in a good place, I'm busy, but I'm feeling pretty good about things. Or I feel overwhelmed. My life feels like a mess. I feel like things are just slipping through my fingers and I feel helpless to stop, like it's too late. You actually don't have to be in school to feel that way, right? <laughs> and so what do, what do we do? I think the Christian life is always about back to basics. And Jesus focuses us in this way. That is, the scribe comes up to Jesus and asks, which is the first of all the commandments? Because for the Jewish people, there were like three, I'm sorry, there were 613 commandments. It's like, that's a lot to juggle, you know? You thought you had a lot of assignments, you know? Like, there's a, there's a lot to do. And so Jesus focuses. Like, this is the heart and most important. And if you get this right, everything else falls into place. And so, and, and we recognize this. We hear this because we need to keep hearing it. Jesus says, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. Okay, so God is number one. What does that look like? Well, one way is what you're doing right now. Honoring the Sabbath. That that God is more important than any sleep we could be getting right now, as nice as that would be, right? Uh, That God is more important than any homework you still have to get done. God is more important than any football games, any yard work, um, just anything else that, that I need. God is more important than us eating right now. And because, you wanna know why? Because there will be a day as much as I need food now, there will be a day when I don't need food anymore. But I'm still going to need God. That God is more important than all those things. Every semester, just like last weekend, we had our student retreat. We have a retreat every semester. And there's always two co-leaders. And I was sitting down with a co-leader a little ways back. And she was saying, I'm really busy. And I said, well, let me... Let's look at your schedule together. So she pulled it out. She had it all ready. And so I'm looking at her schedule, and I was like, oh, um, she was a, a music education major. Not that there's harder majors than others. However, music education, you have to work eight hours for one credit. <laughs> and then they take, like, 19 credits. And so so I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, when do you eat dinner? And she says, and she had it in there. She's like, oh, it's small. It's um. I have 20 minutes between this and that and I sit there and I eat dinner and I spend time with my roommates at the same time. I was like, wow, okay. And then I noticed at the beginning of her schedule, I was like, wow, so, you know, you go to bed by like 10, 10.30, like that's impressive for a college student. And she says, well, I wake up at 5.30 and at 5.30 in the morning every day she had written down time with God. And for her, she had kind of built it up to like, like an hour, which it's like, you don't have to do that. And so I kind of pointed that out, I was like, it's like, wow, so you, you start every morning at 5.30 and you pray for an hour? And she said, Father, if I didn't do that, I couldn't do anything else. That that's where I get my peace and my strength for the rest of the day. That that's my time. The rest of the world is pulling on me all day, but that's my time. And she was a beautiful leader with great grace and peace, but she witnessed it for herself. She witnessed to the rest of the students of how you put God first, and somehow everything else that needs to happen falls into place. Because what happens, when when I put the Lord At the center. When I when I put him on the throne, so to speak, in my life, that that I'm not the throne, I'm I'm not on the throne, you know, I'm not the most important. God is actually more important. That that what does he do? That when I make God number one, the truth is he's the one who makes me number one. And as much as I want my happiness, he's the one who knows what needs to happen for my happiness. That he wants to guide that. And so it's fitting that we put God first. It, it helps me re- remember that God's God, I'm not. That I don't have to control everything. That when things don't go my way, like maybe it's actually okay. That maybe God still got it. And so we do that. We make God number one. But then, but then Jesus says the second commandment, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So love your neighbor as you have loved yourself. So if God's number one, which of those is number two? Love your neighbor as you have loved yourself. Help, help your friend with their homework as you have done your homework. Then we've got to do our stuff. For, it's like a, in the airplane, right? Like Put your own air mask on first, oxygen mask, and then help the person next to you. That if I don't take care of my stuff, that I'm not going to be in a good place to take care of other people, that my, my invitation is to, to focus here first. What, what, what happens if life is lived the other way? If I, if I serve my neighbor first, that's when, that's when it feels like my, teacher, my teachers are dictating my life. I can't do anything because my teachers are making me do I have to do all this stuff to serve what they want. Or my parents are telling me what I have to do. Oh, exercise, Father, I stopped that weeks ago, maybe years ago, right? You know, like sleep, you know, uh, during the week, no, it's kind of optional. Fridays and Saturdays, I sleep, but I usually get to bed about 2 a.m. or 3, right? So um, one of the students from this past weekend, we had the retreat last weekend, and he shared with us on Monday, he said, he said, since the retreat, I've actually been going to bed by like midnight and he says I've been getting a good night's sleep for the first time and I don't know how long and he says I actually feel more free to be myself like I'm actually happier with who I am just just from sleep because you think about it right what's it like trying to do your homework and go to class when you haven't gotten sleep we're, we're no good to anybody else. And so when i let life take me away from the basics sleep eating healthy exercising talking to good mentors i start to get annoyed i start to get annoyed at my life and but first and foremost i'm i'm actually kind of annoyed at myself that i let it happen this way cuz i know deep down i know that i'm responsible for my life and the choices i make and the fact that my life's not going the way i want i'm actually I'm mad at God and the world, but I can be mad at myself first. I remember when I was in college, I prided myself on how much I helped other people. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. And there's something good, right, that that when you give yourself away in love, there's something really nice about that. It feels good. But what I what I realized since then, kind of reflecting back and continuing to grow even now, is that as, as much as I would leave... My yard to go help my neighbor in their yard and I felt good like oh I'm helping my neighbor what I've realized since then is that mostly I was avoiding my own yard and for me it was oftentimes avoiding my family members when things are unpleasant at home we'll find any excuse to get out you know maybe even go to Flagstaff, NAU College, where we can just get away. But that's not the answer. And, and rather than me making my life what I wanted it to be, I was, I was letting all these other things dictate it, and then I would tell people, oh man, I am so busy. I, I'm so busy. I'm doing all these things, and I help this person, and I volunteer for this, and I do this, and my homework, and I am so busy. But my problem was actually that I couldn't really say no. And my discernment was not whether I wanted to do something or whether God wanted me to do something, but maybe I could squeeze it into my schedule. And I wasn't really getting my stuff done, so what would happen is, you know, at midnight I would start doing my stuff because that's actually when everybody else went to bed and stopped asking me for things. And so what changed? It's our gospel. It's the Shema, the, the, what, the, what Jesus says here today, is that when I, the more I allowed Jesus to sit in the center of my life and for him to do what was truly loving for myself, I realized that as much as God wanted to work through me to love the people around me, that first and foremost he, wanted, he wants to love me And that when I actually take care of my own yard and take care of my own business, that it's actually what's best for everybody else around me. Because at the same time that God is working with and on me, he's working on these people. And at the end of the day, just like I don't need all these things, I need God, that at the end of the day, who do they need? They need God. Not me to help them. That's um, even... Okay, this is going to get real. Like, when when your depressed friend says, you're the only one that can help me. You're the only one who knows. You feel that guilt, that manipulation? Like, I have have to go help them, otherwise they're going to take their own life. Who's the one they need? The God. Now, I might go and help them at times. Maybe they need other people to help them at times. But at the end of the day, what do they need is to stand up on their own two feet and to push back against the things pressing in on them to make their life what they want it to be. But it's the same thing for me. If I feel like a victim in my own life, if I feel depressed, like life is pressing in on me, that by putting the Lord on the throne in the center, that he's the one who fights with me and for me to push back and to take little steps to make our life what he wants it to be. Which, which is for our happiness. That, that he came so that we might have life and have it to the full. That, that his joy would be in us and our joy would be complete. And so what's my job? My job is simply to let him in. To make him the center. And then to follow his guidance and lead on everything else. Jesus says to the scribe at the end, he goes, you are not far from the kingdom of God. Because when you put Jesus on the throne in the center of your life and you give him control, then I don't have to go out and find happiness. I don't have to find the path. Maybe, Maybe I'm supposed to do this with my life. That I actually have the creator of all happiness, the prince of peace, the one who is goodness itself, that he's not out there, but he's right here with me, that I don't have to find which way to go, but simply to invite the one who is the way, the truth and the life, into the center of my life and simply receive the happiness that the Lord our God, the Lord my God, wants to give me.